History Makers, I'm Matt Prater. Today we're speaking with Pastor Benny Perez. He's the lead pastor of a church at South Las Vegas, which has grown from 27 people to more than 3,200 since 2003. Benny and his wife Wendy are in demand speakers, travelling extensively, speaking across America and around the world. Uh, he's been out in Australia for the Influencers Conference, speaking alongside the likes of Dr. Ravi Zacharias. He is a great man of God, and it's a, an honour and a privilege to have him on the line today. How are you, Pastor Benny? I'm doing great, Matt. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And are you enjoying Australia? I love Australia. You know, I've been here about, oh, over 20 times, and I think it's one of the greatest nations in the world. <laughs> well, thank you so much for that. Now, for those who don't know much about you, you've authored a book called More, uh, with a foreword by Jensen Franklin. It's a, it's a powerful book. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the interview. But for those who don't know you, tell us about your upbringing and your family. What was life like for you as a young fellow? Well, I grew up in Los Angeles, California, and, uh, you know, I grew up in uh, what you would call um, you know, the, the, the hood or the ghetto. I don't know exactly what you would say in Australia. And, uh, my parents divorced when I was a small kid, about six years of age. And so I grew up in a, in a challenging home in the sense of not having my biological father around. And, uh, but through a series of events, you know what, by God's grace, uh, I was, uh, able to actually come and find the Lord. Uh, I was from the first Christian in my family. And uh, I accepted Christ when I was about eight years of age at a great church. And uh, through a series of events, able to lead my mom to Christ. My stepfather, who raised me, is really now my father. I was able to help lead him to Christ as a uh, 12-year-old. And so I've kind of been in ministry since the very beginning, and it's amazing to see what God can do in, in my life from a broken home and challenges to now being able to share the message of grace and that God cares and that God could turn things around. So that's kind of my life in a nutshell. And then, you know, so you came to the Lord at a young age and, you know, through yeah. your teenage years, you know, following the Lord, it can often be, you know, tough as a young fellow. But what about uh, when you finished school? What did, what did you do after you finished school? Well, you know what? What happened was I went to Christian school uh, all the way through uh, uh, grade 12 in America but, you know, unfortunately, you know, um, I kind of backslidden for three years. From 18 to 21, I wanted to do my own thing. Went to a university to pursue my degree in business and accounting. But I had a supernatural encounter back in, when I was 21 years of age in the late 80s. And that supernatural encounter redirected my life. And so I ended up uh, going and enrolling in a Christian university, graduating uh, from that Christian university, and then starting... Uh, in the ministry, I became a youth pastor um, in Southern California, and uh, then I became a youth pastor in Seattle, Washington, and God just seemed to put His hand on the ministry and just continue to bless it. And so now I've been in the ministry now for, geez, 25 years. It's amazing how how long, how fast time flies. And tell us about that supernatural encounter when you were 21. What happened? I was on a beach in Southern California, uh, right there, and I had, was running away from God. I happened to be at a uh, at a beach camp uh, with a church that I was forced to go to. Uh, my parents said, if you want to live at the house rent-free and continue to eat the food that your mom prepares, you just need to go to church. So I figured that's a good exchange. 
Um, my heart was far from God, but literally it was an afternoon in the month of July. I was walking along the beach, and it's hard to explain it, but literally about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, the Holy Spirit just came literally upon me, and I felt his, the presence of God supernaturally, so much so I knelt down on the beach at San Onofre State Beach in Southern California, and it was there that I just felt God just overwhelm me and call me back and said, Son, it's, it's time to quit running. I've called you to serve me, even in the ministry full-time. And I knelt down, Matt, right there and said, Lord, you know what? Uh, I'm back. Uh, man, I'll do whatever you want me to do, even if it means to go into full-time ministry. And literally from that moment on, my life took a 180. It literally changed the direction of my life with that God encounter and uh, ended up going back to my mom and dad's after a few days and told them that um, what God had done, and they kind of confirmed it. And then the rest was kind of been history. So it's just amazing. You now have an extremely large church in Las Vegas, which is multicultural. How did it evolve yes. into the uh, church it is today? What's the heart and the culture of your church? You know what? I think it was the heart in our heart, my wife's and me heart, if we ever were to start a church, is that we really felt like we wanted to reflect what heaven's going to be like. You know, heaven is not segregated. You know, heaven is, doesn't have a, a place for, for black folk or white folk or brown folk like me, but it's every kindred, tribe, and tongue. So it was in the heart of me and my wife to have a kind of church that reflects heaven. And so I think the spirit of us uh, is really reflecting the spirit of the church. And so we didn't do anything specifically to make it happen. I just, just kind of the spirit of it, you know, I'm, I'm Hispanic, my wife is Caucasian, so we even model it, you know, and and people just started coming of every nationality and background, and I always say, listen, if if you have any racism in you, if you don't like other cultures, this church isn't going to work for you, because we embrace everybody, and it's really a grace on our church to, to see people come of every background and worship together, and it's just so fun for everybody. Now, in the past, I've had a chat to uh, Craig Gross, who's from Triple uh, X Church, and yeah. uh, he, he's got a church in Las Vegas as well, and it's it really is Sin City. You know, everyone calls it that around the world. What's what's your take on Las Vegas? Well, you know what I I, I tell people, it's interesting that you know we have the moniker as Sin City in Las Vegas, but the fact is there's sin everywhere. Yeah, there's sin in Adelaide, there's sin in Sydney, there's sin everywhere. Unfortunately, Las Vegas is we just it's just concentrated. <laughs> you know. <laughs> We, people come to Vegas to do things they wouldn't probably do anyplace else, but the fact of the matter is, I, think, I tell you, if Jesus was literally alive today, I think Jesus would be coming to Vegas a lot more than most people think, because Jesus loved hanging around people that weren't religious, that, that weren't part of the system of his day, and I just think that Las Vegas is a great place because we're not in the Bible Belt in America, and we're just just have people that just, listen, they're not going to church because it's part of their culture. They're coming to church because they want to meet God. And so it's been a joy to raise our four kids there. I have four little kids, and uh, people say, what is it like? You know, why do you want to raise your kids in Las Vegas? I say, first of all, I'm raising my kids. Las Vegas isn't raising my kids. And uh, our kids love it, and we love the city, and I just think it's a great place where sin abounds, grace much more does abound. So you know, I just think that we happen just to be there by God's grace, and I'm excited for what the future holds. And one of the messages you bring is you talk about discovering the God of more when life gives you less. Uh, just yeah. speak into that for us. Tell us what that's all about. Well, you know, we wrote the book in response to the last two and a half years of our life when seemingly we were just getting less and less from, you know, uh, 
two tragic miscarriages of my wife to the loss of my father-in-law to Las Vegas being hit financially, hit hardest of any city in America, 60% loss in home values, number one in bankruptcy, number one in foreclosure. I mean, I could go on and on and on with seemingly less giving us less. But in that, that, we really found out that God is more. God is more than what we're going through. God is bigger than any challenge. God is bigger than the heartache you're going through. And so we really have discovered that God is more, and He's more of what you need. And He may not keep you from everything, but He keeps you in the midst of everything. And so uh, we decided to write the book and, and really encourage people and be brutally honest in the book. And I think open up the eyes of people to say, it doesn't matter if you're in the ministry or not. You know, life's going to get difficult at times, but God is definitely more than enough. Well, I certainly have been inspired, uh, you know, researching for this interview. I've looked at a whole bunch of your YouTube clips and looked at your church website and your book website. Uh, you, God certainly has his hand on your life. And you, you bring a, a message of transformation when you when you speak, uh, obviously, in, in Sin City and Las Vegas. I probably shouldn't call it that. Obviously, in Las Vegas, you've seen a lot of people have their lives transformed uh, from, uh, yes. you know, the casino lifestyle. Uh, you shared about how your life was transformed when you, when you came to the Lord uh, and you had that God encounter when you were 21. For those who are listening yeah. that have never actually heard the gospel message, would you share with our listeners what is the gospel and how do people respond to it? The gospel is very simply this, that we, could, we cannot do anything to get God's approval. The gospel is, literally means good news, which means that Jesus came down. Jesus has made the way. And literally, the good news is, is that you can't earn it, work for it, deserve it, but it's simply freely given to you. And as we put our trust and faith in what Jesus did on the cross, and that Jesus rose again, and that now our, our hope is in Jesus, literally, the Bible says that you will now be saved. You now can receive forgiveness. You now can have a relationship with God through the Son, not based on your effort, but based on what Christ has done. And I tell people that, and they say, it sounds too good to be true. It sounds like, wait, no, i got to do this, i got to do that. No, simply the Bible says, if you call upon the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. So the gospel is trust God, acknowledge that you need Him, acknowledge you can't do it on your own, and receive forgiveness. And the grace of God says, I will make a way for you. And so it's open for all, and Jesus calls all. And when you trust Him, He will not only come forgive you, but He'll actually put you on a path and your life, I believe, will never be the same. Well, it's a powerful message, and we're speaking with Pastor Benny Perez, author of the book More, and pastor of a church uh, in South Las Vegas. If people want to find out more, the website is BennyPerez.org. That's P-E-R-E-Z, BennyPerez.org. And uh, also there you'll find links to Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. I'd love for people to follow me at, at Benny Perez and uh, keep up with what's happening in our lives and what's happening in Vegas. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Pastor Benny Perez. I reckon you're History Maker. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. God bless. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just go to historymakersradio.com. There you can download interviews, subscribe to the podcast, make a donation, find out about our YouTube channel, and maybe connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Just go to historymakersradio.com for more. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ through conversation to the nations of the world. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Matt Prater. Why don't you go and make history? History Makers.